This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I don't know why I'm dancing. Good evening, After Buzzers. We are here at the After Buzz TV studios discussing everything American Horror Story Season 5 Hotel. I'm your host for the evening, David Skifalitti, joined as always by the lovely and talented Sarah Huggins and Elena Jordan. Elena is on the chat roll um, on YouTube tonight, so if you guys have any questions or comments that you'd like to make throughout the show, she will be peering in on that um, and jumping in when pertinent. Um, Tonight we are discussing episode 7, Flicker. What am I hearing? It's... There's... It's cool. Oh, that's... Oh, there we go. Sorry. Okay. Um, so last week I said it was episode five. It was not. Sorry about that. It's <laughs> a little confusion. Oopsies on my bad. Um, tonight is episode seven, seven titled Flicker. What did you guys think of tonight's episode? I loved it. I did too. Did you? Yes. Elena? I like this one. I like that they kind of kept this one a little simpler and they really just had two storylines that they were focusing on instead of having everything at once. Yeah. Agreed. I'm starting to enjoy the more and more that we get to see the backstory of the Countess because it is she has such a long history and there's so much about her that we don't know still um, that it's fun to see more about her life. Do you have a favorite Countess so far? Decade so far? Yes. I actually really enjoyed this, like, early Countess story. I like when we saw the 1980s. 
Yeah. <laughs> Flash to the 80s. Yeah. I like the 70s oh, Countess. Really? When she's like the happiest and she's just crushing it fashion wise. Yeah. All right. I mean, I would say she was crushing it fashion I mean, she wise in the 20s. Thro- yeah. Throughout, <laughs> yes. That white dress. Oh my God, give me that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. Sean Um, Mosley agrees. He says Gaga slayed, and yes, she did. Gaga always slays. (laughs) Gaga always slays. Uh, We started with the out the episode tonight. Um, Will Drake is doing renovations on the hotel. Long awaited. He wants to model his hotel after the ateliers of Paris, of the couture houses of Paris. what? Why are you looking at me like I that? I don't know. It's because I'm talking all You got all crazy. I know. It's my world. It's my world. Uh, it's like in my old world. Never mind. Um, and he tells his son that he wants to marry the Countess. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's, just, it's just so weird. Like, she, we've been talking about whether or not she has these... The compelling... Compelling powers. Yeah. I think she has to. With right. this statement... Especially when the son's like, I thought you liked men. He's like, adults are complicated. It's like, that mm, is a true statement, it's though. true. But I feel like in this case, he just seems too enamored where he's like, we're going to be together forever. Right. And they like barely know each other. Mm. Yeah. That's true. It just seems like. I'm just still like not on the compelling bandwagon yet because we haven't seen her do anything to prove that she has that power. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we can uh, we can agree to disagree, right? I guess it's fine. Yeah. I feel like sh- we've seen enough. She definitely has that power, but I mean, we'll see. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Okay. We still have a few more episodes. It can still come up. Sure. Um, I just feel like he's enamored by her. And he's looking yeah. at her like his new muse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like, whatever. It was a whatever storyline, really, for for the sake of it. It was just like a way to introduce the fact that behind this steel wall are these bloodthirsty vampires, which is where we get our story tonight. So behind the steel wall in the Cortez, which we learn later on in the episode, but is the bulk of the episode, is Rudolph and Natasha. From what it looks like to me, Rudolph is the one who turned the countess. The countess? Yes, that's the impression that I got as well. You? Yeah. yeah. Even though we didn't technically see him turn her. Right. I have a Valentino? feeling. Valentino? Yeah. yeah. I have a feeling that that, that is exactly who turned her. Yeah. Um, I think definitely <coughs> because he has the famous German director who directed Nosferatu. Yes. Um, F.W. Moreau. Morneau, excuse me. And he's talking about how he 
not fittingly, if he's the director of Nosferatu, yes. uh, is kind of the creator of these vampires, of these Hollywood stars that he's keeping immortal. And so if he's giving Valentino that power, and then Valentino gives it to Natasha, and then they're asking Elizabeth to come with them and be their third to their <laughs> relationship... As an and also one. be a vampire as well. I loved their little threesome you did. relationship. You kept like, nudging me during it. It was great. I thought it was beautiful. Well, I think Ryan Murphy, especially this season, is very big on being like sexuality is a fluid thing. Mm-hmm. Don't let any sort of label define anything. Right. It's whatever you want it to be. I mean, that seems like that. That is the the underlying. Uh, Message. Yeah. The whole season season. seems to be like, your sexuality is whatever you want, just don't do drugs. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. It's pretty much American Horror Story. But I I thought that the the whole introduction to to who the Countess was before she was the Countess was really interesting that she came to Hollywood looking to become a starlet like so many people do on a yearly basis still. Yeah. And she sort of falls under the spell of this star. Right. And his wife and everything that they can give to her and the promise of of fame and riches and you know sort of shaped her into the person we know today. Right. Um, because once he died, in quotes, uh, she decides to marry March. Yeah. Which I think is pretty interesting that she's, like, drawn to his darkness. So you know that she's kind of evil even before Yeah, she's got the yeah. blood virus. But like, I get that. I mean, there's, you know, definitely. And he even said, like, he put a roof over her head. He uh-huh. took care of her. So... I mean, I get liking someone with a dark side. You know? Turned I mean, her grief into beautiful things. Yeah. yeah. And and like she said, I mean, if she's not going to love, she might as well surround herself right. with beautiful things. And I mean, if you have the opportunity, why not, right? Exactly. Hey, more power to you. I know. He was... Re- March was very creepy in this episode, I thought. He was... He was. It the was whole, a different side like, of him. Yes. I might never let you go. Like, yeah. I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. I mean, it's an interesting thing to say to someone that you've... Just not... You, I don't even think they had met at that point. No. They just saw no. her in the room. Right. Uh, and he decided that he wanted to make her his forever. So the interesting weird. thing is that she said she was drawn to his dark side before she even knew what he was up to. Right. And then as soon as she found out what he was up to, what she calls his hobby, right. she was like, if you're going to do this, you might as well do it in, to benefit us. Yeah. She was on board just as long as she got something out of it. Yeah. She was like, yeah, kill people. Just get me <laughs> something nice. <laughs> Don't like... <laughs> Don't kill That's, hobos. I love that line. <laughs> Who is he? Just a hobo. <laughs> it's so like, good. Awesome. Just... Well, and I did love, too, that Valentino, because as soon as I I heard the name, I was like, oh, my gosh, because I'm super into L.A. ghost stories mm-hmm. and stuff, and Valentino is one, he apparently has been seen 
I have a list of like 20 places and all the residences he had here in pretty much every hotel the Roosevelt, um, now where the big Hollywood and Highland Center is, where they do the Oscars and stuff. Oh, wow. Um, there used to be a wow. hotel there. that used to be a speakeasy, I believe. Okay. And he haunts that. Um, but it's a bunch of random places, but he's, like, one of the most... I knew I had known, like, I heard about his ghost before, but it was interesting. Well, that, where are some of the places other than the Roosevelt um, and the Hollywood and Highland Center that he... Wrote down all well, he died in a suite at the Ambassador. Hotel. Yeah. Here. So he, well, he, that's when his appendix burst, but his, he died at the hospital. Yeah. He had a bunch of houses here. There's, the main one is called Falcon's Lair, and it's in Beverly Hills. Okay. And there was stables there as well that he also has apparently been seen at. And as well as a ghost of a horse that he had. Um, He had a beach (laughs) house. He had a beach house in Oxnard. Um, A villa in the city of L.A., Hollywood Forever Cemetery, where he is buried. Mm -hmm. But it was also rumored, like they addressed in the show, it was also rumored that that body was a decoy and that that wasn't really his body. Oh, Um, interesting. Let's see. Paramount Studios, the Knickerbocker Hotel, Will Rogers State Beach. Um, There's a place in Santa Maria that apparently he had a house as well. Um. Yeah. Oh, Musso and Frank's Grill, which is one of the oldest restaurants <laughs> He's in Hollywood. Just all Dang. over Hollywood. Um, what I thought was funny too, since you laughed about the That's horse thing. Goes. Apparently, there's a pet cemetery in Calabasas, and his dog supposedly <gasps> haunts that as well. So bizarre. Um, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. But his wife, which we found out because we started reading things. She was not an actress in real life. No, she was not. She She, was a sometimes actress. She she was was in one film. Costume design. Yeah. Costume and set design. Uh, She was in one film and then what I read is that she was billed as Mrs. Valentino and that was after they had divorced. Interesting. And that's when she decided to no longer ever be on screen again. It's kind of interesting. We were talking about the fluidity of sexuality and Hotel, mm-hmm. and that they used somebody who had such a tumultuous career because when he married Natasha, he wasn't actually legally able to marry her because he was still married to somebody else who turned out to be a lesbian. So she yeah. locked him out on her wedding night. Miss Acker. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it seems like he's picking, and then. There's the whole thing about his masculinity, and they were, like, scrutinizing it before the sheet came out. So it's kind of interesting that Ryan Murphy's, like, tapping into mm-hmm. even his references to people who he's like, you know, it's none of your business. That shouldn't affect people's careers. Right. But and also out, the way that the he 20s. died, um, it was sort of like a blood disease. To oh, an was? extent, yeah, yeah, it's it. He does. He died of periantitis. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's an inflammation of a tissue that, if untreated, infects your blood, which then um, results in organ failure. Because he had the p- pleuritis, I think, in his left lung, but I didn't know yeah. that that's what it was. That mm-hmm. affected your blood. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, see it all ties. See it all yeah, ties it all together. Well, and we do have to address. That yes. the actor issue. Okay, so Valentino series. is played by Finn Wittrock, who also played Tristan in this season. And the question is whether or not the two characters 
are distantly related or if they are just two people who happen to look the same or if it's not even going to be addressed. I don't think it's ever going to be addressed. addressed. And that, to me, is an issue. Yeah. Well, because (laughs) with, like, Lily Rabe, it makes sense because, you know, she plays Eileen Wuornos and she plays little bit parts, but she's not a huge character who then physically looks exactly like another huge character. Like, there's huge separations. Exactly. Finn looks identical in both. Like, I was just like, oh, I guess Tristan's back. Nope, that's somebody else. Right. What's happening? I don't think it's ever going to be addressed, though. And I think mm-hmm. it's just... We're supposed to, like, suspend our disbelief for, yes. like... Yes. Which That's is such think. a shame. Because how would they tie it? I mean, would they do a whole past lives type thing? Or, you know, I mean, how would they tie it together? That's my issue, is that yeah. if they go the route of, like, doppelgangers, then it's like you're running into Vampire Diaries territory right. with the whole doppelganger yeah. thing. And Plus, a lot of these actors look very similar already. Like, well. don't double them up on top of that. They all oh, look that exactly is true. the same. Yeah. Jordan K95 said, Well, the Countess told Tristan that he reminded her of someone special. Yes. So they had that as like a reference. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. But, but she like, said that the man who turned her, or the one who turned her, was more beautiful than he could ever be. Right. So it's like maybe he's just supposed to look slightly the same, but they're not supposed to be doppelgangers. Or there isn't another white, brunette, blue-eyed actor they out there. They were all you know? already cast <laughs> in the show. They're already on the show. It's, it's Will and John and they're, they're all on there. They're to me, they could have gotten... Greenfield is like, I'll come back. I know, they could have gotten anybody. Yeah. <laughs> to me, they could have used Darren Chris as either one or the other. Instead Agreed. of kind of wasting him in I that feel like that would have been a much episode. better use of yeah. him. Yeah, me too. Excuse me. Unless there is a reason why he did that, which we still have yet to see. Right. I don't think so. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> we have to wait and see. Yeah. But it's crazy because we see the Countess for the first time genuinely scared mm-hmm. when Iris points out she doesn't know what was in there. Right. And that that's the first time we see her scared. And it's also the first time that we see her genuinely shocked. And angry. When March, yeah, when Tells he her. confesses what has happened these people so you can see that she's starting to almost be more humanized because those are the people that she knew when she was still human mm-hmm. and she, she could have saved them connection. yeah yeah and for years and years and years they've been trapped away rotting with her just feet away at times yeah. not knowing it's insane it is she insane you think she would have heard them well, that was a pretty fierce wall. Yeah. It's true, I guess. was built. Steal them and Can break. Can you imagine waking up in a hotel room and then seeing that it was walled in and then the entire hallway was walled in? That's like the most terrifying. <laughs> that is really oh, crazy. I can't even mortifying. imagine. I can't even imagine. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, what do you crazy. do at that point if I you're know. not a vampire? I kind of wanted to see more of like what was what happened to them after they found out that they were stuck in there. Well, I mean, we sort of got like a little glimpse of that yeah. at the beginning with like the rat bodies and like you know, yeah, they fed on what they could to survive. I guess. Yeah, that's true. Ugh. But clearly, starvation isn't one of the things that kills them. No, because they survived it, and now they're yeah. back in all their glory and taking over LA. Yeah, they were so hungry though. I thought they were zombies when they Me attacked too. the construction workers. I was like, no, they're zombies now. No, no more. I knew exactly what they were. Wow. Well. <laughs> I watched too many shows about vampires <laughs> to not have thought that they were vampires. Professional. 
pro. I'm a professional vampire. It's interesting to me, though, that March didn't really seem to be scared. That because he was like, ghost. oh, well, he's like they're out now or whatever. What did he say? He made some comment like that, like they're yeah. Oh well, what is he not have to anymore? Care? He's yeah. dead. That's where that's what was in there. Not anymore. Not anymore. So it's like, but he wasn't scared about no. that. No, because he's dead. K nine five in the chat says, so does Mister March think they're dead? I don't know. I think he knows full well that they're. Yeah. No, he's aware that they're oh. alive. Yeah. yeah, he definitely knows yeah. about roaming the streets. But it's not. It's it's of no consequence to him because they can't affect him anymore because no. he's right. he's passed. So he's just basically a he's ghost. Just more havoc to be reigned. He's yeah. fine with it. Yeah. What does he care? He's already gotten his revenge. The interesting thing about the scene between the Countess and March that I found was that they have like a once a month dinner, <laughs> but she fun. drew on the eyebrows that she had when they were married. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I did notice that. And I was like, how interesting that she did her hair like the 20s and she drew on the eyebrows again to look like she did when he was alive. Well, she probably knows that that's how he finds her most attractive and right. she uses that as a manipulation tool. Yeah. Because she flat out tells him that she never loved him. Right. And you can tell that he's clearly still in love with her. Well, he hanging around the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> but he but he clearly knew that when she was like he knew that she was never in love with him. Yeah. And didn't care, obviously. Obviously, because he had yeah. like a plaything. Yeah. And they had this intense sexual yeah. relationship, Pretty it hot. seemed like. <laughs> okay. We know what yeah. you're into, Sarah. Okay. Um, can we talk about how John's the killer? 150%. <laughs> I say it every week. but Yes, we can. I... Please excuse my coughing. I'm getting over a cold. Um, <laughs> just wanted to put that out there. Uh, so we see John. He's committed himself. <laughs> and it, at first it seemed like at the beginning of the episode that he needed to be there. But it seems like as the episode went on, he had a whole purpose for committing mm-hmm. himself. Right. It seemed like in the scene when he was back at the police station he was like rifling through the things trying to figure out who the Ten Commandments killer was is that he was looking for some sort of evidence as to who their suspect was um, for the Ten Commandments killer. And as it turns out they don't necessarily have a suspect. Right. They caught um, one of our vampire babies, Ren, who was at the scene of the crime at the church. Correct. Um, and it turns out that she has been at every murder that the Ten Commandments killer has done. We haven't seen who it is, but Sarah's still convinced that it's John. And I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i let you know that I, I am inching towards that just by There's the way only... that she was talking to him. Right. Say why. Say why you're inching towards that. There's people well, in the chat that would like to know. Because yeah, Jacob Bobro would like us to explain how John is the killer. I've already okay. said my piece a lot about it. You so have. Okay, go so ahead and say. Ren says to John um, when they've escaped the sanitarium that when she shows him who the Ten, can, Ten Commandments killer is, is he going to kill him? And she sa- And he says yes. And she says to him, I really like you. It's going to be sad to see this all end. I hate to see it end. I hate to see Goodbye, it end. John. And then she kills herself. Or we'll and think she kills herself. The bus. Yeah. Oh, she's definitely dead. She got hit by that giant bus. 
Well, but she was already and, dead. Yeah, yeah but well, she, she was, was saying that she wanted to be destroyed. She wanted to not be a vampire anymore. Yes, because we got to see her backstory tonight, She's which happened in 1986. Sad. And it seemed like her father was an abusive pedophile. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's what it seemed like. It seemed like not yet, but it was inching it dangerously was close. Coming and towards she, that. Right. And so she kind of left herself to die in a car with the windows up while he went drinking and was saved by the count is looking fierce as hell. <laughs> All that <laughs> big 80s. blonde yeah, curly was like, hair. Oh, my favorite. She looked like Christina far. Aguilera at the MTV Awards in like ninety nine. Oh my god. <laughs> that big yep. old blonde fro. Yep. Um Jacob Bobro says also, did John hallucinate seeing Ren, which totally could have it been It seemed like he did. Yeah. It seemed like he was flashing back to the uh, the nailing the nailing of the tongues killing mm-hmm. and the killing at the church. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like he f- was flashing back to like looking at her, right. And then him knowing that she killed the security guard. I feel like it proves that there's some sort of link to the Countess that rends at the Ten Commandments. Because that's the one that just seemed kind of out of left field. is one that's not really tied in. Right. But I feel like if Ren was actually there, which it seems like she was, then somehow that's how it ties back to the Cortez and to the Countess. Right. But then why... Is Ren, why has Ren been at every single murder? Right. Is the question. Like, who, he, John had never seen her before. So how would she have stumbled upon him and the murders? I don't know. know. That I don't know. And that's why I think he's not the killer. It just seems know, so much that so much he would black out and be yeah. the killer. Like, it just seems like all signs point to that. And when she kept saying, she was like, you know, I really like you. I don't know. I just, yeah. I was like, because man. she seemed sad at the she thought did. that he would kill himself if he found out that he was the murderer. Which, we get our little sneak peek into next week when, he said, when uh, March is talking to him. And he said, this is a man who's willing to do bad things to do good. Right. And it's like, well, John, you know, if she genuinely felt a connection to John, she was like, you're so much better than my dad. You were like the father figure that I didn't have. I really like you. Hmm. I don't want it to, you know, it's maybe that is why she says, because she could have said, you know, had him face it and realize that he was the killer, but then he would probably kill himself so that he wouldn't kill again. And she, I don't think wants that. Well, and there's something to be said for the mm. fact that the Ren is about the same age as his daughter Scarlet. Yeah. She's eerily similar looking. Similar issues. I mean, we don't really know. Scarlet is afraid of him in a lot of ways, and we don't for know. For different reasons, but yes. yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it could be a projection type thing. Like, she might not really exist, and he's just kind of like instead of having Scarlet be there, he's sort of projecting this image, but... This is a character that we've seen before, though. That's true. Mm-hmm. And I, he's never seen her before. But has she ever been interacting with any of the other characters? With Holden. Okay. 
and the other like Which, vampire babies. You know, Holden may have talked about his mom and dad. These vampire babies could have That's talked true. to each other. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that if John is the killer, she runs out and Holden's talking about his dad. Oh well, here's that connection, and she's there watching him, but still seeing him mm-hmm. because she's also a little killer too. Right. But I'm like, okay, so now there's a middle school full of vampires Which that we, we haven't have gone not back to. talked about at all. No. There's now two walled 1920s Hollywood vampires being unleashed, too. Yep. This is just becoming, like, Vampire City. How come n- there's no reports or anything? No one's, like, being reported on. No. The no. Like, no. mysterious disappearances yet. yet. Correct. Um, I think now with the with the release of Rudolph and Natasha. Yes. There's going to be some mayhem. For sure. Um, but those middle school vampires. Yeah. I know. I wonder what they're doing. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> Where did they move to? Yeah. Where I'm are like, they all living? Because enough time has passed now that some havoc should have been wreaked. So Well, why yeah. We not, I mean, they killed yeah. a whole school. Yeah. And then they go home. And the one kid killed both his parents. So, like, how did he get home? Yeah. I mean, when the police officer drives him home and he's like, oh, both of your parents died the same way. There's so many questions that need to be answered. I Would hope you die if, like, they never address those middle school kids again? They never yeah, should. because they can. never go back to those middle school <laughs> kids, will. I will lose they it. Will. I will lose it. They, they have to. They will. They have to. There's so many things I feel like that they have so many storylines that they've opened that they have to start closing some of them for us to, like, get to a central theme. That's what happens, though, when you have so many characters. Like, we didn't see any of Liz this week. We haven't seen Liz. So much Liz. We didn't see any of Sally. No. It looks like we're going to have a lot of next week. Yeah. We didn't see any of the Ramona storyline with Donovan. (laughs) No No. Ramona Donovan. (laughs) That's right. We haven't gotten... No babies, really, besides... Nope, no holds in. We saw right. Alex for a hot minute. She was like, bye, see ya. No real Alex storyline this week. Yeah. I mean, there, there wasn't that much that happened this week. No, no. but it, I did feel like it was a good episode. It was very informative. Right. Which I think we needed, we've been needing for a while now, like more information about the people that we already know as opposed right. to introducing all these but new But they technically people. did introduce two new characters. They did <laughs> introduce two new that characters. That are around. They did. Yeah. But I feel like those characters are better than the character that they introduced last week. Yes. Which was the baby. Agree. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll say if they're continuing with the theme of having one storyline that ties to the old, what's already been established in one new storyline, that's fine as long as it wraps up a storyline to every yeah. other ap- episode. Yeah. And so far we have had zero of those. Correct. So... We're on episode seven. It seems like now is about the time. We're halfway through. It makes sense that we would be where we are right now. As it far does. as having lots of questions and very few answers. Correct. But if we move into the next few episodes and there's still no <laughs> answers, I'm going to be characters. like, okay. I'm going to be worried. So clearly you got distracted by Scream Queens and... <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't paying much this attention. This to the wayside. Yeah. Agreed. Although, I mean, it is turning out to be a very visually stunning... Yes, it is. Just about every frame can be a poster. Yeah. Which is awesome. And their posters are awesome, so 100% Gaga. I mean, that is pretty much our episode. 
Is there anything that we've left out that you I guys can think of? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, it was, despite the fact that we got a lot of information about a lot of interesting people, not much happened. Right. I mean, we got to see Ren's backstory, which was mm-hmm. awesome. We got to see a little bit more of the Countess. And we got to see that the Countess really is trying to save these children. Yes. So, if she genuinely believed that Holden needed saving, could it be because his father is a killer? Is a murderer. Ah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You never know. It's possible. It is possible. Hmm, I guess we'll have to wait and see. (laughs) Because it seems he's the only one that doesn't have support, you know, that actually has supportive parents, and all the other ones she genuinely saved. Mm -hmm. And she was saying she was saving Holden from neglect, too. Although she might have jumped the gun. That's true. It's true. With Holden. Yeah. I'm curious to see what the other storyline is of the other little boy that's in there. Yeah. Because we've never really seen him a lot. We haven't seen a lot of him. Yeah. And I'd love to know what his storyline is. I I mean, I doubt we'll get it, but... (laughs) Yeah. We don't need another... (laughs) I'm surprised that we got Ren's storyline. Yeah. That was pretty cool. It was. And it lets us know a lot more about... The Countess's character. And, and it lets us know a lot about John. And John, yeah. So, I mean, it was a good way to... And I think enforces Sarah's theory a lot. It really does. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> guys. All right. Well, that was our episode. Yeah. Does anyone have any news and gossip this week? I do not. Do you? No. No, I do not either. We won't be here next week. We won't be here next nope. week. We're going to be gone for two weeks. We'll be back December 2nd. Um... Let's jump into Four. some predictions. Yeah. And now, mm-hmm. your actual mm-hmm. Gosh. I know. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm like, like sitting show. here trying to think. Um, well, let's start with you guys, Elena. Do you have any predictions? Well, the episode is called The Ten Commandments Killer, and it's the first one that Ryan Murphy has written since the first episode. So okay. I feel like it's going to be one that's important, and because it's about halfway through the season, it's going to be one that gives us a lot more answers. Yeah. So I think this is going to be one that kind of wraps up the Ten Commandments killer storyline a little bit more, because I think especially getting feedback back from fans and the general audience, mm-hmm. everybody's all about the Countess, so... right. I feel like everyone kind of has this idea of, okay, the Ten Commandments killer thing is going on, but what is happening with it? So I think this is going to kind of wrap up, maybe not fully, but give us a lot more information. Yeah, because it looks like next week is very, or I mean two weeks, is very Sally um, Mm John-centered. So, which makes me think that they're going to reveal that he's the killer next week. Because they need to just wrap that up. It's not They really do need to wrap up that storyline. It's time to to move on from that. Right. Because then, but then, what would they do with him? If, like, we find out he's the killer, then is he just... Is he just gone for the rest of the season? Or does he yeah. go on a killing rampage? I feel like because we have so many episodes left, they're not going to give us the full completed <sighs> But it's story. not even like, well, I don't think it's the main storyline. I feel like, like you said, people are more interested in the Countess and what's happening there. So I feel like they could wrap that up and we wouldn't miss it. Because it's pretty obvious now that it's him. 
I agree. We wouldn't miss, necessarily miss the storyline, but then it's exactly to, like, what do you do with the character? We would right. have to show John's character changing because of it and somehow being connected to the hotel or... Right. You know, and I feel like he's so righteous or whatever that he would just off himself and that would be the end of it. So. <laughs> well, it seemed like in the preview, he was like trying to hang himself. Right, yeah. Um, and we know that Sally has said in in previous episodes that they're tied together somehow, so maybe he does kill himself and ends up just haunting the hotel. And hanging with her. And hanging out with Sally. Yeah. It's a possibility. Possible. I definitely think we're going to see the middle school kids again, but not so. next episode. I don't think next episode either. I think if we see them again, we're going to see them like episode 10 or 11, like towards the end. Nine of and the 10, season. I think, are going to be two parters. It's she wants Ooh. revenge and she gets revenge, are the ones after the Ten Commandments killer. The she being but the countess. The she. Right. It could I'm be anybody. Assuming it could be, be. It could be the Countess and Ramona. It's probably tied to a bunch of different characters because mm-hmm. they're so good at doing that, like yeah. the mommy episode. Yeah. It could be Scarlet. She's probably like, hey, it you could guys be Alex. Me. Yeah. I want Scarlet to go full fledged Buffy. That's all I want. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people <laughs> so want that. A lot it of people do great. want her to become like this oh, vampire hunter, so but good. it's sort of like she's a little young for that, <laughs> right? Baby Buffy. Baby Buffy. I Baby mean, Buffy. How would she know what to do? I mean, how would she have the strength to do it? It's like Muppet Babies, but with Buffy. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I think it's great. That sounds cute. <laughs> I kind of don't want that. If anyone's going to go Vampire Hunter, I want John to do it. John's a killer, so... well, But John, well, I don't yeah. think, would kill his wife and kids. Maybe not. Sure. doesn't seem to not. really like Alex. No. I mean, if somebody can kill Alex, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I still think I'm going to predict it that they're going to somehow find a cure for it. Because if it is a virus, there has to be some sort of like ancient cure right. for the virus. I feel they wouldn't play up the whole disease thing uh-huh. if it wasn't something that could ultimately be cured. Yeah. Especially with Alex being a doctor and them really playing up the medical thing. Mm-hmm. And even the way her scenes are shot, I feel like the whole thing leads to, oh, she's going to cure. Someone's going to find it. Which, it has to be cured if there's so many vampires now. Otherwise, it just becomes... M- chaos. Vampire nation. Yeah. And the whole world is ruined. I mean, I could see them going that way, too. Because it's not like anybody's sure. on the hunt for a cure right now. It's not like... Alex is sitting there going through, you know, she's not no, spending true. Well, from what we can see. It's not really about a hunt for a cure. No, it isn't. No. That doesn't mean it can't turn into that. True. You never know. Yeah, quite a few episodes left. We so do still have quite a few episodes left. Yeah, that's really all I think I... That's all I really have, too. Sean Mosley thinks the Countess will kill Alex. I could see that. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Uh, before we go away, I do want to ask you guys, um, a friend of mine's brother passed away this past week, and there is a GoFundMe up right now. And if anyone, you know, it doesn't have to be a lot. If you go to GoFundMe, search Jake Turnbow, T-U-R-N-B-O. If, you could, if you'd be willing to donate anything, that would be wonderful to help pay for the funeral. Um, that would be amazing. Just putting it out there. Um, where can anybody continue their conversation of American Horror Story with you, Valena? 
You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And if you're in Oklahoma City this weekend, I will be at the Amazing Oklahoma City Comic Con, and you can get your tickets at AmazingOklahomaCityComicCon.com. Dope. I know. Sounds so, so amazing. <laughs> I follow that. Um, I am at on Twitter at Sarah on the go, Sarah with an H, and on Instagram at SarahBear627. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at You Can Call Me Skiff. That's the letter U and S K I F F. From everyone here at the AfterBuzz TV family, we want to say thank you, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.